It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. All right, just a minor correction here for episode 193. In the episode, I call it 192. Uh, so I know, huge error on my part, probably unlistenable now, but uh, you can still enjoy the episode. Just pretend I said 193. Bye. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 192, I believe. 90% sure. 192 of the Panacea Concept. So today is a another special episode, but I guess more special to me because of my previous, I'll dip out of the camera view there, previous history with um, with this disease, right? This dis-ease. Um, so this is a sensitive topic. I'm going to uh, navigate it very carefully. And this is a sensitive topic for me more than probably the audience, um, is, assuming um, this doesn't personally affect the audience uh, members. And if it does affect you, then it's probably pretty sensitive. Anyway, so um, this uh, episode is Wegener's granulomatosis. Let me see if I'm pronouncing it right. What a name, Wegener's granulomatosis. Uh, so I'm, I've talked about this before, I've mentioned it before, um, and I bring up this very rare, quote unquote, rare disease um, because my friend JJ um, passed away a little over a year ago. His, the, the, I guess the anniversary of his death was um, uh, September 21st, so a couple weeks ago. And uh, every time I bring this up, it brings up obviously a lot of emotions. Um, so, uh, and I'm titling this episode Wegener's Granulomatosis because... Uh, it seems like like a lot of people look up episodes by their diagnosed name, their their named disease, uh, and so this is the way people have been taught to think about disease. And uh, you know, can't blame everyone. So, I mean, yes, I could potentially do an episode on on what eighty. Uh, 80 different named chronic diseases, and they will all basically boil down to the same uh, root level imbalances uh, for the most part. These are um, things that if this is your first time listening to this, let me be conscious of that. If this is your first time listening to this uh, idea of root cause medicine, of imbalances, finding imbalances and rebalancing the body so that you no longer have these symptoms, um, then it's going to sound really different than how your primary care physician or your specialist have been trained to look at your symptoms. Uh, so let me start by saying, we know scientifically that this process that people go through uh, with mainstream medicine is unscientific. That's the best uh, way to simply put it is that it's um, it's basically not acting in a scientific way. It's it's acting in a way that it really just promotes drugs and surgeries over actually finding out why the body is having these symptoms. So um, let's get into some of the reasons why. Um, so uh, so so like I was saying. 
you have a different name for your symptoms. So, uh, so basically a long time ago, and, and probably still happens to this day, when certain people find a collection of symptoms, they assume that the body is messing up and not that it's reacting to something. Then because of this assumption, um, it, it makes the only way forward, it makes it surgery and drugs, which is very profitable for drug companies and very profitable for um, the healthcare system because they never actually fix the problem. Um, sure, remissions, quote unquote remissions, I'll keep doing this because this terminology is, is um, largely false and just gives people the wrong idea. But anyway, so spontaneous remissions or remissions can occur but they can come back. And why do they come back? Oh, well, nobody knows. It's typically the uh, narrative that you'll find on websites like PubMed and, and any website where you look up studies and, and uh, WebMD and all these other, other awful, just awful places to find health information. And I don't think it's an accident, obviously. This is, um, you know, if we have enough information to know that you can't fix chronic disease through surgeries and through pills and drugs, and you can't do that. So uh, what basically happens is you just suppress bodily mechanisms from occurring, and uh, then the it gives the illusion of a cure or a or a remission. Um, this doesn't mean that it's actually is a cure or remission or that everything's you know fine. Uh, because this can pop up if people are not looking at the underlining imbalances that allowed it, these symptoms to manifest in the first place, as well as uh, come back. Because, I mean, we have so many, I mean, do you really think it's 2021, we have all this technology, quantum computing, we have quantum physics, we have um, uh, uh, many computers. I'm using a, a, a phone, a smartphone, that's a mini computer uh, and all these things happen in the span of 50 years, uh, but we can't figure out our own body and how it works. Not no, that is a, that is a, that's basically just one big lie or conspiracy. If you want to call it a conspiracy, sure. It, that's basically, um, it's a, an accurate conspiracy. It's a true conspiracy. If you look at history um, in the scientific community, many times, scientific community goes kicking and screaming before they actually change and adopt more science that that um, more science and facts that have been around for decades um, they'll adopt it because reluctantly because that makes them look bad um, it makes the people who did unnecessary surgeries the people who promoted dangerous drugs the people who um, let's face it the who basically their ineptitude, their poor training led to the deaths of all of these people um, who had all these very preventable, uh, preventable and reversible diseases like Wegener's granulomatosis. Um, I also want to bring up too one of my, uh, I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but kind of uh, a scattered brain with this sensitive topic. Um, is one of my most popular episodes is simply titled Picos and what a um, scientifically uh, a scientifically backed detox uh, looks like. Basically, that's that's the name of the title. So basically, uh, I'm imagining that people actually just look up that episode specifically for Picos. So I want this to be an episode for the, albeit rare, smaller audience of people who have this specific named 
uh, autoimmune disease called Wegener's granulomatosis, but it'll be more of a resource. Uh, and really, I hope a first stepping stone into realizing that although you have this rare disease and it is a very, uh, it can be very fatal, um, it's only fatal and a rare disease um, because of the way it's treated and not not because of what's causing it. So um, like I mentioned before, my friend died a little over a year ago and I found out all these answers that basically health. And we, I mean, I think we all know deep down that the mainstream medical system is basically a kind of like a conveyor belt. You get on it, they throw pills at you. And then what happens? Your body mysteriously breaks down later on and you get more pills and then you get more symptoms and you get more, you know, it's just like a, it's this uh, mentality that the body is going to fail because of age and genetics. And there's and that, and that's the actual reason. Um, yes, you do have genetic predispositions, but those genes do not have to play out and they can be turned off um, and turned off isn't even like a good terminology for that either. But basically if you have no reason to be sick, you will not be sick. Your genes are fine. So even with people like JJ and other people who have Wegener's granulomatosis, you are perfectly fine. You were born perfect. Sure, there are like the rare percentage of people who have like genetic uh, birth defects or something like that where they're missing certain parts. Sure, but did the environment cause that? Was there an issue with the environment that the baby was born in that triggered the, the, these genetic dispositions to be missing certain parts or have certain issues with their heart or, or anything, uh, a cleft, a lip cleft. All right. So, uh, that's, that's, this is based on the really actually, uh, the real scientific community, uh, in my opinion, the people who actually look, uh, dispassionately at the data and say, Oh, wait, we were wrong. Let's go, let's move on. Let's adopt our, our, um, our techniques are the things that we do towards a real model of health. Um, this has been going on for decades, this, uh, or for probably a hundred years. So, um, there's always been a community of truth around, but, um, but it's not, it's much smaller than the community that's funded by big pharmaceuticals with their trillions of dollars. And, and let's face it also our governments fund these institutions as well. So it's basically, you're talking about, uh, whose voice is going to be louder, the um, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of practitioners and scientists and, and you know, you name it, who, whatever uh, systems that, that these people study, practitioners, right, their voice versus the government who collects all of your tax money and then gives it to the pharmaceutical companies who then also gets your tax money and also all of these people who think they are, they are forced basically to take these drugs in order to preserve their life. Uh, so, um, you know, that's, that's a ton of money. It's a trillion dollar a year business, um, you know, with all the different offshoots, but anyway, so your genes are perfectly fine. Uh, so what's happening is that there are imbalances and yes, it gets really tricky. The longer these imbalances are going on, the more surgeries you, you get my, my friend, JJ, he got over, I believe it was a hundred over a hundred or over 200. It was some ridiculous number of surgeries where they kept having to open up his lungs and, um, and nasal passages as well. But I think it was mostly his lungs. Um, to, so in order for him to breathe, but why was his immune system attacking 
his lungs and his cartilage, right? That is the question. I had an autoimmune disease, by the way, for anyone new to this podcast, it was, it's called arthritis, less life-threatening, but it does diminish your quality of life. And here's what's interesting about all autoimmune, I'll say this again, all autoimmune diseases have the same, let's say five to a dozen root causes. So what does that mean? That means that although you know you have the genetic predisposition to have something rare like a Wegener's granulomatosis or an, another autoimmune disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, uh, Hashimoto's, all these things, um, although you have that disposition, it's caused by the same half a dozen to a dozen things. It's just you react that way and other people may not experience those symptoms, but they still have the same problem that, uh, you know, but it, they may not experience those symptoms or they may experience a different set of symptoms, um, but still autoimmune disease. I mean, there's a reason why all these things are categorized under one umbrella called autoimmune disease. You would think you know, there's a hint for you. Um, and I'm not, you know, trying to belittle or, or demean the audience. It's just a frustration that I have having to, um, you know, basically know that there's there there can be something done. I didn't have to suffer for 20 years. My friend didn't have to die. He didn't have to suffer for 10, 11 years with all these surgeries. If the doctors would have referred to him uh, to go to a functional medicine doctor or integrative doctor or integrative health practitioner, anyone who's actually trained on chronic diseases um, in a way that's actually beneficial to the client, the person, the patient, um, in the long term, then he would have not uh, had to suffer like this. And he left behind um, a son and a wife and his mom, you know, his family. Um, and it was preventable. And, and the more you dig into this, honestly, there's a lot more. Uh, this isn't even like the worst thing that that comes about about uh, mainstream medicine anyway, but we're going to stick on this topic so that I can talk uh, more specific on Wegener's granulomatosis um, for you know 20 or so minutes, however long this episode is, and people can be have a bite-sized bit of information and share this with other people who are under the very false impression that Wegener's granulomatosis needs a cure. This brings me to my next topic. Does granulomatosis need a cure? You have it, right? Uh, you, you know, if, if you have it and you've gotten all these surgeries, do you need a cure? The answer is no. Um, these charities that are looking for cures, yeah, they're well-meaning for the most part. Sure, there's some horrible charities are out there that have no, do not have people's interests at mind, um, and it's more about making money. And they actually attack other charities, crazy stuff. Um, but here's why I say you don't need a cure. It's because Wegener's granulomatosis is your body's way of dealing with something that's happening in your environment. Um, does that mean that you have to go in a bubble? No. Uh, what it means is that your uh, system got imbalanced by some environmental triggers. Those triggers could still be in the body. And when your immune system is going after these triggers, it causes this, co this collateral damage known as autoimmune disease. Um, so what happens is uh, there are several things that all autoimmune diseases have in common, and it's different slightly for everybody, right? Um, but it's, again, it's the same half dozen to a dozen 
things. Uh, heavy metal toxicity, maybe mold, mold in your environment. Uh, leaky gut, meaning that when you eat, every time you eat something, so, uh, larger proteins and food particles and microorganisms can escape out into the bloodstream uh, outside of the gut and then circulate through the bloodstream. And then that's where your immune system has to go into hyper overdrive, especially if it's been happening for a very long time um, and go after these offending um, offending microbes and it, it'll, it'll attack the, these things that are not supposed to be in the bloodstream. Um, and depending on where these things land in the body, um, it, there'll be some collateral damage for me. It was my joints. Uh, that's my autoimmune disease that I had. Um, and then for other people like Wegener's granulomatosis, I'll keep saying it. Um, it'll be, you know, cartilage in their lungs. Uh, and that, of course there's more to it, but that's the simple, this is a first step. If you have Wegener's granulomatosis, first of all, stop consuming, no offense to charities that mean well, stop donating your money to those charities. One, to find someone who deals with autoimmune-based diseases in a non-pharmaceutical um, way, who can work with your with your doctor, and um, and you know, hopefully find a hopefully you have a doctor who's actually willing to work with other people who actually who are better trained for chronic diseases. Um, but uh, but again, this is this is going to be a, a thing that your your primary care physician, if he's very mainstream he may not be open to the idea that he's been wrong for decades. Uh, his training is missing key elements that would have told him to refer people to, to other uh, modalities of medicine. Um, anyway, do you need a combination of both? Uh, depending on where you are, you may need uh, you know, drugs, life-saving drugs to stop these perfectly normal body mechanisms from happening because they would kill you. Yes. So it's, it's a combination of things. Uh, but in the long run, what happens if you still have leaky gut? If you still have leaky gut and then you're taking immunosuppressants, um, well, then those offending particles that are escaping your, your gut, is they're still there. And your immune system, once it turns back on, will have to deal with those offending particles. So, uh, so once again, this is where, why a remission is a... Yeah, if you're not looking at these underlining root cause imbalances, is um, is can be short lived or it can be just a random number of time. Just relying on things to bubble to the surface does not mean that there's nothing underneath the surface of the water. So basically, functional medicine, integrative medicine, all these different modalities of natural medicine, um, they have different tests that you can do at home uh, where you can see if you have a leaky gut. Well, there it is, right there on paper. You know, I have. Um, a food sensitivity to everything I eat. Why is that? Well, most likely it's because it's escaping out into the bloodstream. It's not that you actually do have issues with all these different foods. IgG based uh, food sensitivity test is what I'm talking about. Um, it's that you have a leaky gut, a more leaky gut. Um, it, the other term for it is hyper intestinal permeability. And honestly, it's all a battle of words. Um, if you have a doctor who is closed-minded and does and scoffs at you educating yourself, if you have a doctor who um, scoffs at uh, at natural medicine, um, if you have a doctor who thinks that um, that they understand natural medicine without any actual training and and they can offer you good advice, then find another doctor because they do not they they don't. There's so much more. Um, 
training that people can have. So everyone basically needs a, um, a, you know, pick, pick a few lanes to go in basically. So if you are a pharmaceutical doctor, a mainstream doctor, and all you do is surgery and drugs, then that takes a lot of work to get good at. Um, when, if you are a integrative health practitioner like me, uh, and all you do is study chronic disease and you, well, I don't study chronic disease. I study health. It's very different. If you want health, you have to study health. If you want to, if you want to, you know, save people's life from, you know, the, the last ditch effort of, of, of disease. So you have to stop certain mechanisms. Then, yeah, you need emergency-based medicine training. But if you want a long, happy life, you need long, happy life training, basically. And that's what I, I study. I study um, the imbalances that need to be corrected. I don't di cure, diagnose, or treat disease. Let me say that. Probably should have said that in the first uh, part of the, the episode. But, um, but yeah, it, but if you do all these things, uh, you, you provide enough nutrition for your body to uh, heal itself with, again, I'll go back to leaky gut. Cause it's the simplest thing. Um, you know, I can't introduce too many ideas, um, about the immune system and autoimmune disease, but, uh, so if you introduce enough, uh, nutrition so that the gut can heal itself and it could get less permeable to the point where it's supposed to be, where it only lets out nutrition vitamins, uh, into the bloodstream instead of larger particles. Um, then there's still more to it. Uh, first it would be, are you still having that trigger that was triggering the leaky gut could be as simple as chronic stress. That's right. You could have those, that kind of genetic susceptibility where just you being super stressed could lead to an autoimmune disease. Unlike other people who get super stressed and they'll get um, ulcers in their stomach or in their throat, um, or they'll have um, diverticulitis. They'll have some other gut issues that have a, a fancy name, but basically come right back to the same thing, stress, environment. Um, nutrition, uh, re your body needs to have time to recuperate and recover. Um, so yeah, I had a big thing prepared here, but I just went on a huge rant. So what does PubMed have to say about Wegener's granulomatosis? Uh, let me move the screen out of the way of the camera. So Wegener's granulomatosis is a organ and or life-threatening autoimmune disease. Um, as of yet, unknown ideology. So this is so this is why so many things are hard for people to um, hard for people to to reach or understand because basically what mainstream medicine has done has developed a they teach their doctors a second or third language, uh, which is this uh, scientific babble speak where they are more disconnected to you because they don't actually know how to break it down into simple terms. A lot of, a lot of people don't know how to break it down into simple terms. So what is unknown ideology? Let's look that up. Unknown ideology, the cause, that's it. Just, they don't know the cause. Do they not know the cause? Yes, that's technically true. They don't know the cause. Is there enough scientific evidence and studies and, and, uh, and fundamental understanding about the human body to actually guess what the human, not even, it's not even guessing. We know what the, what the, what the cause is or the ideology. And it's again, these environmental factors, as well as the uh, leaky gut and other things. Again, it's the same six, uh, half dozen things to a dozen things 
um, that causes autoimmune disease. It's the same thing. You can read a book on Hashimoto's by a really good um, integrative uh, practitioner, and you could apply the same thing and get results uh, with your Wegener's granulomatosis. So anyway, um, autoimmune necrotizing systemic vasculitis affecting predominantly small vessels. So um, yes, the... Is that the full title that JJ had? It was like vasculitis is one of the names he 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 told me about. So possibly the same thing. Um, and let me just get down to yeah. So Th1, Th2 dominance type immune system. So learning about the, um, Th1 and Th2 uh, dominance and things that um, uh, kind of make the immune system kind of lopsided is are you more Th2 dominant? Are you more Th1 dominant? People are have those issues where, so if you have a autoimmune disease, you're more, you're leaning more towards um, TH2, I believe, uh, dominance than TH1. And what does that mean? That means you have to be more cognizant, be more, recognize your environmental triggers a lot better than other people who are more TH1 dominant. Um, again, I don't want to open up too many doors for us to go through. So let's keep moving on. So um, yeah, so like I said, I don't have an autoimmune, those autoimmune symptoms before. Is it cured? No. Do I care that it's cured? No, because I, uh, if I keep doing the things I'm doing, uh, there is no reason for these uh, symptoms to escalate to the where, where it was before. Um, little background on me because I, you know, I, I brought it up and you may be new to this show. Uh, I had issues walking for uh, random times. I thought these issues were in my head um, and it wasn't. It was an autoimmune sy symptoms that were happening that were not detectable by these uh, mainstream medicine doctors and specialists. It wasn't detectable using their test. Doesn't mean there's no tests in the world that can't detect early autoimmune imbalances that can escalate to a named disease like arthritis or Wegener's granulomatosis. Um, anyway, so things escalated and uh, luckily I found my answers and found other people who have, again, uh, rebalanced the body and no longer have sometimes 20 different diagnosed disease. People who have been diagnosed with 20 different things and no longer have it because they systematically rebalance the body, not cured, not treated. Um, and who cares about a diagnosis if it's not going to actually lead you to getting the um, answers and uh, on what you need to do in order for you to help yourself? Who cares? I, I really don't care what my name is and, and you shouldn't either because it, I mean, there's even some, other, you know, yeah, I'm not going to open that door either. There's some other episodes you could look up about diagnoses, I believe, or at least where I've mentioned how bad getting diagnosed is for your health. Um, yes, the words matter. So anyway, uh, I just wanted to go down to this weird thing. I, I tried to look it up, but there's this type of treatment or therapy for Wegener's granulomatosis called Fauci's scheme just so ironic um, nowadays in 2021, where we have all this uh, medical, well, more people are realizing medical misinformation actually just comes from the government and it comes from pharmaceutical companies. It doesn't come from, you know, small podcast and uh, like this, or, um, or people who are into health and, and question things and want you to question things and, and be better. It doesn't come from people who 
who are pushing natural medicine. There's so little medicine, there's so little money in natural medicine as opposed to pharmaceutical medicine, because pharmaceutical medicine means you're stuck with these drugs for the rest of your life. They are life literally, um, you know, you can't have your life without purchasing these drugs. Uh, natural medicine is very short term. Uh, for the most part, you start off with however many things you need to do. Um, and then you just dwindle down into, uh, protocols for sustaining your health. So very, very different, uh, no lifelong hooked users, uh, with natural medicine, but there are lifelong people who choose to be healthy with natural medicine. Uh, and that's a very big, uh, very big difference position to, to stand on or to be, uh, when you're thinking about yourself and you should, if you have any of these issues. So uh, I hope this video, uh, and podcast was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to message me at M A T H E W at Matthew, or I'm sorry, Matthew at root L V L wellness.com. So that's M A T H E W at root lvl wellness.com so um that is my email feel free to use it i uh got into this really for myself then realized that so many people are being abused and they're they're being not necessarily lied to on purpose i mean these white coats they mean well they think they know everything that they need there is to know about health because that's kind of what they're trained to believe. And, um, and yeah, and then this is leading to unnecessary amounts of grief and heartache and stress and, um, and death, obviously, and a lot of death. So, um, but yeah, so, but that's, that's the good news. Good news. We don't need a cure. We don't need a cure for like, I, I don't think any auto, any, uh, chronic conditions, any chronic diseases. We don't need a cure. We don't need a cure for cancer either, uh, by the way. So that's another big can of worms that I'm not going to, uh, continue, uh, talking about those worms anyway. Um, so yes. So message me at Matthew at root wellness.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, um, opinions that you want to express, feel free to email me. Um, and I hope this video and podcast leads you to your next step. There's so much more out there than what you're seeing, um, because of the first page of your search engine was WebMD and health line and all these other websites. They are basically just leading you to the same wrong conclusion, which is drug, 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 surgery, 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 no hope. Uh, you're the victim. You, no, it's it's the complete opposite. You have the most control over your health, whether you realize it or not. You just need to be trained on how to take care of your body. Uh, that's the biggest thing that you can do. Uh, you need to be your your own best health coach slash doctor, however you want to say it. Uh, I don't put too much stock into the word doctor anymore because unfortunately, it doesn't take too much training and or studying into health and natural medicine for you to well surpass um, the term doctor without having the title. Uh, so, <laughs> so unfortunately, but there, of course, like I said, great doctors out there. So I'll end it here. Have a great day. I'll see you in the next episode. Uh, take care, be strong and educate yourself. Bye.